Welcome back to Simply Ayurveda, and welcome back to our series of Talking About the Doshas. I am your host, Julia, and today we are going to be talking all about our third and final dosha, Kapha Dosha. Really quickly, before we get started, I just want to say that if you've been listening from the beginning and coming back for each episode, not only does it mean so much to me, but it should mean so much to you. Because learning something new isn't easy. And in a world of quick fixes, you know, there is never going to be a quick fix when it comes to positive health. There's just not. But I hope this podcast can kind of serve as a quick fix to Ayurveda but it takes time and commitment, just like healing and growth. So you should be proud of yourself for coming back here every Tuesday because it really takes just one person. It takes one person to share what they learned, whether that's to a friend, to a partner, a sibling, a parent, whoever. And then that person goes and shares what they learned from you to somebody else. And then from there, it becomes this beautiful ripple effect of life wisdom. And that is is powerful. That is what can really help bring so much positivity into our individual lives and our communities. And so on that note, let's talk about our last dosha, kapha dosha. Over the past couple of weeks, we have been learning about the three energies present within our bodies and in the world around us that we call the doshas. Our first dosha was vata, and that was our principle of movement. Next, we had pitta, our principle of transformation. And today, we will be introducing kapha dosha, the principle of cohesion and lubrication. So just by process of elimination, you can maybe already guess which elements kapha is made up of. Vata, we said, was air and space. Pitta is mostly fire with just a little water, and so that means kapha has got to be a combination of water and earth. When we look at these elements, water is what makes up two-thirds of our entire planet and makes up two-thirds of the human body. Earth is what gives our planet its structure, from the rocks to the trees to the mountains, the same way it gives structure to humans from our nails to our teeth to our bones. Aside from the structural aspect, kapha in the body is also responsible for the lubrication of our organs. I'm talking about the lubrication of our stomach lining, our intestines, our arteries, the brain and all of its cerebrospinal fluid, all the fluid around our joints, and the saliva on our tongue that allows us to taste. All of this lubrication inside our body is thanks to kapha. And so now that we know that kapha is a combination of earth and water, let's do the same thing that we've been doing for the previous doshas and see what its qualities are. Water's qualities, we would say, are cold, wet, and smooth. And then earth is very dense and heavy. So this makes our qualities for kapha cold, heavy, wet, smooth, and dense. So how do these qualities apply when it comes to someone who naturally has a lot of kapha energy in their nature? 
From a physical standpoint, Kafa predominant people naturally have softer facial features. All three of the doshas have some physical characteristics that we can pinpoint. For example, our vatas have more of an oval-shaped face, while our pittas have more sharp or prominent features. Our kaphas have more of a round-shaped face with softer features. When a kapha person is happy and balanced, these types of people are just as grounded as this energy is in nature. Kapha people are very loving, they're very nurturing and caring, and these types of people are like your peacemakers. They give off a very kind and mother-like energy, and they just want everyone to be happy. They're not there for the games, they're not there for the competition, they just want to live and have fun. Kaphas tend to keep to themselves a bit more, or they can sometimes be a little shy, but out of the three doshas, our kaphas have the strongest endurance and stamina out of the doshas, and that is thanks to the earth element. This is the energy that allows them to do things in a more balanced and grounded manner. Now, when we talk about kapha in the mind, a kapha's mind, when it's balanced, is cool, calm, and collected. These types of people like to do things at their own pace, they're never rushing, and they're kind of always doing things steadily with grace. They take their time to think things through and are generally just laid back, relaxed people. These types of people love to just go with the flow and it takes a lot to get a kapha person worked up or angry. Although naturally because of this heavy earth element, a kapha's mind can tend to get heavy too. It's just part of its nature and when it remains in balance, then it causes no harm. But if this energy goes out of balance, then kaphas are more prone to experiencing feelings of sadness or attachment. This can be attachment to things, people, possessions, or even the past, and they can have a hard time letting go of whatever it is that's throwing them out of balance. This can eventually lead to lethargy, excessive sleep, laziness, a heavy mind, or in extreme cases, periods of depression. So that is out of balance kapha in the mind. Let's talk about what happens when we have too much kapha energy in the body. Since kapha is earth and water, this can show up quite literally as having water retention in the body, swelling of the body, swollen joints. And since kapha is naturally cold, when we have too much coldness in the body, then we get actual colds and respiratory conditions and congestion and mucus buildup. All of this is the onset of a kapha imbalance. So when our kaphas are balanced, they are very loving and nurturing peacemakers. But when they are out of balance, they are more prone to feelings of heaviness and sluggishness physically and mentally. So what are some things that we can start to introduce to keep our kaphas in their balanced and grounded nature? If you've been here from day one, you know one of our most important principles already, like increases like and opposite attracts balance. Kapha needs the opposite of its natural qualities to keep it balanced. And what were its natural qualities again? Cold, heavy, wet, smooth, and dense. 
So this means to keep kapha balanced, we need the opposite. We need warm, light, dry, rough, and stimulating qualities. Through diet, this could look like prioritizing freshly cooked meals that are light, warm, and drying, foods that are very well spiced and easy to digest. And I know that might sound confusing, like what foods are light, what is warm, and what's cooling. That is a whole nother season's worth of content that we will eventually get to. But for now, my biggest tip is if you feel like you're getting a kapha imbalance, a lot of dairy and meat are very heavy on digestion, so we would want to minimize those intakes and prioritize more leafy greens and veggies. Salads are great when season appropriate, like spring and summer, but if you live somewhere where you experience cold months and you think you're a kapha, definitely swap your raw meals for warm and cooked so that we balance this coldness. Since kaffas are naturally dense and heavy to get moving, they benefit greatly from vigorous exercise or group workouts. Unlike pittas who can't handle that type of extra heat, kaffas can handle the intensity really well because they need that opposite quality to get them stimulated and moving so that they don't get stuck. Dry brushing is also a great self-care ritual for kaffas. That stimulation that the body gets from the dry brushing action is very beneficial to their physical and mental state. It helps this whole flow of energy throughout the body. And always follow with a warming body oil after dry brushing. Always, because you have to replenish your skin. I know dry brushing has become a very popular self-care trend, but I will say that if you are more of a vata-dominant person with naturally drier skin, then dry brushing may be causing you more aggravation than relaxation. That's why understanding your dosha is so, so important. Just because something is labeled as healthy or good for us, it doesn't mean that it applies to everyone. What can be one man's medicine can be another man's poison. And that is what I love about Ayurveda, that it is so completely personalized. Understanding your unique constitution is really the first step to living in this radical alignment with who we really are as humans. Understanding your dosha provides you quite literally with a pathway to the creation of health and vitality and joy on every level of being. Because when you understand what your natural qualities are and what your natural tendencies are, it helps you understand everything that makes you you. And when you have more of that self-awareness, then you start to begin to understand what keeps you balanced and what doesn't. And it also helps you understand the reason you do things and go about life a certain way. And not only does this give you a deeper understanding to yourself and your own life, but it also helps you understand the people in your life better too. I mean, when you really think about it, like I'm saying all this stuff out loud, Ayurveda is a pathway to the art of living. That's really what it is. It is like the art of living. And I'll give you an example. I really could never understand why me and my sister were so different growing up. We were raised by the same parents, in the same house, in the same environment, yet growing up, personality-wise, were never really alike. 
And I always accepted her for who she is, but I just didn't understand how it was that we could grow up in such a similar way, but be so different. And so after learning about the doshas, I obviously went and gave my sister an assessment, and we realized that she is very kapha predominant. So naturally, my sister is more calm, she's very grounded, and she's always been a little bit more shy and to herself, and she quite literally scored kapha like across the board. It's more common for someone to be dual doshic, but my sister is a purebred kapha. And so then I'm over here and I am a 50-50 vata pitta. So I'm all over the place. The vata in me is the reason I love to talk a lot and I talk with a lot of passion. I can get loud sometimes because of that. I love to move. I love coming up with new ideas. And then the pitta in me figures out how to implement those ideas. And that's really the energy that allows me to take things in life more head on. And because I naturally have a lot of this movement and fire in me and my sister is more grounded and stable, our differences only made sense. And so this helped us both to better understand our relationship dynamic and it also taught us how we can be a better support system to one another. So knowing your dosha is really the first step to taking your health into your own hands and understanding what your body and your mind need to live its best life. And always remember, all of us have all three doshas and all of the qualities within us. But what makes us unique is our own amount of how much of each quality and energy we naturally have. When you understand your natural qualities, you can understand how to balance them. And that's what we will be diving into next week. We will be talking about why knowing your dosha is about to become your newest superpower. If you want to learn more about your dosha, I share a lot of great information on the Instagram at Simply Ayurveda. You can also reach out directly with any questions. I would be so happy to answer. And if you're like, hell yeah, I need to know my dosha right now, let's schedule an initial assessment. We start with a 90-minute video chat where you basically tell me all about your life and what your health goals are, and I give you an Ayurvedic perspective on your health, as well as an entirely personalized wellness plan customized for your dosha. You can find the link to my website, simplyayurveda.care, in the show notes below. As usual, thank you all for being here and for giving yourself this valuable self-care time. Until next week... I will talk to you next Tuesday.